Industrial Marketing Live to our crowd that is joining us in person today. Thanks for being here. Uh, for this session, we're going to talk about the new kid on the social media block, which is MySpace. MySpace. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to MySpace? Um, hanging out with GeoCities. <laughs> Ryan, GeoCities. I don't even know what GeoCities is. So that must have been um, just a small blip, but, uh, or maybe I'm in the dark, but, uh, yeah, so today we're talking about TikTok from its streamlined video editor to its crazy organic reach potential. TikTok is well worth our time. And believe it or not, it could be well worth your time in B2B. So I think before we want to use it, um, and if, if we're going to use it well, we really need to understand what the heck it is. Um, and I think I was blown away um, when we prepared for this about how little I knew about TikTok. Um, so I'm gonna hand it over to Kevin to just tell us a little bit more, like what the heck is TikTok? What do we need to know about it to use it well? And, and Kevin um, is one of our performance marketers at Gorilla. So anyway, Kevin, take and it away. And TikTok star. And TikTok star, we have to say. <laughs> awesome, yeah, thanks y'all. Um, thanks everybody for hopping in. Um, you know, TikTok is really exciting, um, but, I do know that not everybody is like super familiar with what it is, or they may not even feel comfortable using it or being on video. Not everybody has to use TikTok. Um, you may even be in a situation where your industry doesn't allow it. So I just want to say upfront, I respect all of that. This is not about pushing TikTok on anyone. This is really more about sharing what an incredible opportunity it is for all of us that that do want to do it. So the potential for free organic reach on this platform is unlike anything we've ever seen before. And I know a lot of people have quick opinions about the platform. I still hear folks talk about how it's a dancing app for kids and all, all that, all those jokes. But that's just not true anymore. That might have been true in 2019. But today in 2023, about one third of all uh, all of the U.S. population is on TikTok, and 50% of users are age 30 or above. So it is, it's at full scale, it's maturing, everyone's getting on it, and 99% of the content on TikTok is not dancing. It's, it's really anything and everything. You know, if you think back, we had that, that uh, Brendan mentioned MySpace, there's always jokes about MySpace and like old school social media. I mean, it's true. Like in 2008, think about Facebook. That was just for college kids. And now everybody's on it. Same thing with Instagram in 2011. It was just for like photography nerds and hipsters. And now it's for everybody. Same thing's happening with TikTok. This platform is mature and the consumption is really off the charts. It's just a new platform for communication and I think we should all be curious about what's going on there. So what exactly does make it different from the other platforms um, like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, anything like that? The biggest difference is that tick, the TikTok feed that you scroll through is based on the interest graph, not followers. So if you think back the last 10 years or so of social media, it's kind of similar to email marketing. So you would build a list and then push out content to it, right? You would grow your follower base and then you would post content for them. But with TikTok, 
the whole script is flipped. It's a different game. You can create a new account. You can have zero followers, post your very first piece of content, and it can go viral and get like 8 million views or 80,000 or 800 or 80. Basically, the organic reach on this platform is unlimited, and it has very little to do with how many followers you actually have. So until TikTok, that had never really existed with this type of social media. It's similar to Tumblr, if any of y'all are familiar familiar with that. Tumblr was popular like early 20-teens. It was similar to like the interest-based social media. But as far as something that is um, like at mass scale, it's never really existed. And so it really makes it a, a really even playing field. And it doesn't really matter how many followers you have. So if you make good content and people consume it, they like it, they share it, there's really no cap to how many people you can actually reach. So as I mentioned before on TikTok, the main content feed is called the For You page. So when you're scrolling through your feed on TikTok, you're going to see videos of people from people you follow and people that you don't follow. Uh, most importantly, you're going to see videos of things that you're interested in. So the more that you like and interact with posts, the more related content you will see. So for example, if you create a brand new TikTok account and within the first 10 videos you see, five, six, seven of them are related to manufacturing and you like all of those manufacturing videos, I guarantee that the majority of the content that you see for the next month or so is going to be manufacturing content. So TikTok is always learning about what you like, what you're interacting with, and all of those consumption metrics um, more than anything, more than actual interest. So Mary, I know you have a firm grasp of how that works, like how TikTok is actually ranking the content that you like. Yeah. So like... Kevin said, and I think this is a super important point because this makes TikTok different than every other social media platform. So as B2B industrial marketers, you're more than likely on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is network and follower based. So the larger your network, the larger your reach, the more people in your network's connections, like other posts, the farther your reach. So for instance, Brendan and I are not following each other, but I follow Peyton. Peyton likes something on Brendan's feed. I see it in my LinkedIn feed because I'm connected to Peyton. So everything about content consumption is related to your network and your followers. This is not true for TikTok. TikTok is completely based on your interests. And the interests are very interesting. So let's say you're scrolling through um, your TikTok page. And we were just talking about PGA Tour, right? So you're like watching some golf videos. It's going to keep showing you golf videos until you stop watching golf videos. So the more that you keep scrolling and the faster you scroll, the less of those types of videos you're going to see. But let's say, you know, they're testing out some golf videos. Now they're going to show you maybe some football videos. Maybe now they're going to show you some how to do golf videos. Maybe they're going to show you some Tiger Woods specific documentary videos. They are constantly testing what you're going to like in your interest feed. So that's why TikTok is just such an interesting platform and why Kevin is saying the organic reach here is just insane. And I'll make a point here too. 
the barrier to entry is low on video, right? Like if you're talking about like wanting to make your channel really good on YouTube, you need a guy like Nick to go and make really good videos for you. You have to make that really engaging. And Nick, I'm, I'm assuming you have some training in video, right? It's taken you a long time to develop your skills and uh, you're not a cheap person to hire to make video for you. So there's a high barrier to entry to create really good YouTube videos and have a really strong channel. TikTok is not like that. I'm a caveman when it comes to editing video and doing all that, but I even I can make a video on TikTok. It's super easy. Um, so you can get your message out there in a way that's captivating and interesting to people without having to uh, be really good on, you know, grading color and editing film and editing audio. Um, you don't need any of that to make a good TikTok. So barrier to entry is low. We can all do it. But how do you know if you're actually doing it? well, you know, so like what sort of thing, like, I think that's interesting about LinkedIn, you know, they've got their whole analytics section. Um, what does TikTok have to show you that you're actually creating content that's resonating and, and folks like it? Yeah. I mean, it's similar to any other platform. Um, as far as analytics go, you have access to free analytics on your page. So you can look at things like likes, comments, shares, um, but you can also see some more advanced things like watch time, um, average watch time. Like you, you have a graph of showing where people are dropping off as well. Um, you can see the age, the gender, the location of your viewers. Um, that's where I see like people are not, it's not just kids watching these videos. Like my videos, it's like all people 25, 30 and up. Um, and on TikTok too, you're seeing the total number of views and your likes on each video. That's like by default. So um, I kind of look at generally like the, the ratio of your likes to views or your engagement rate, if you will. Um, like if your video has 300 views, but it only has three likes, that's like a 1% engagement rate. Maybe on LinkedIn, that's really good. But on TikTok, that's that's not as good. I aim for something around 10%. So if I have a video with 300 views, I want 30 likes or so on there. And the because the more, like Mary was saying, like the more people actually engage with it and like and comment and share, the more your video is going to be shown on that For You page. That's where the virality comes in. TikTok's algorithm is based on consumption and interaction. Kevin, is there anything that you've seen, like if you've looked, like what videos from you, like just on a general level, get more reactions and comments early uh, compared to some other? Like, is there like any trends that you've seen with that? I mean, it definitely has to do with the hook in the first few seconds, like any video, um, because it's it's a fast paced platform, right? People are literally scrolling through videos like this and there's an endless stream. So they just know if you don't hook them within the first few seconds, they're going to scroll somewhere else. So I think that's the biggest thing. Like I start all of my, I make videos about like old TV shows and movies and, and nostalgia and stuff like that on my personal account. So I always have the hook of just like, do you remember this? Do you remember this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode? Something like that. Right. And you can apply that to anything though. Right. It can be like, did you know blank or have you heard blank. So yeah, it's all about the hook. Yeah. And I think this goes back to just like traditional marketing where you have to understand what your customer's problems are, right? So if you understand what their biggest pain points are, there's 
your hook, right? You can start with something like that and then talk through a piece of how you're solving that problem. So Kevin, you've been on TikTok now for how long? So, I mean, I, I joined it like right before COVID hit around the same time everybody else did, but I've really been making content seriously for about a year. And Mary and Brendan, how long have you been on um, the platform making content? Since like October of last year. Um, Like a month. <laughs> nice. Brendan, go, go, go. We're doing it. <laughs> awesome. uh, so you know, based on your experiences, curious, like what is your expectation for like results? When can you start to see like traction is gaining and, um, you know, you know, you're in the right groove. Yeah. So I would think of the TikTok algorithm almost like a person. Okay. So they are trying to figure out who you are, what you like to talk about, and what kinds of people like your content. So for that reason, it really um, rewards consistency. So you have to be on the platform for at least 90 days. So if any of you guys are thinking about doing this for your company or for your personal brand, you have to commit to doing it for 90 days because that's how long it takes TikTok to kind of balance out all of those factors. Um, Then past that, it's going to be a lot of are you engaging with people who are engaging with you? So when you're getting comments, are you replying to them? That kind of thing. So I would take it seriously for 90 days. What do you think, Kevin? Yeah, absolutely. Like it's kind of multi-leveled there. Like you you have to teach TikTok and your audience what you're actually making content about before um, you really find your groove. But you can also get immediate feedback on on small level right like if you make a video and like i said if it gets a decent amount of views but not many likes that is also an indicator of maybe i should sort of refine my hook maybe i should make this video a little bit punchier so you can get micro things to work on immediately but as far as like macro when should you look at results exactly like give it at least 90 days before you start making a call um because it's growth on TikTok is not linear. It's not like I was saying like email marketing or like growing on Instagram or LinkedIn. It's not like, oh, I just need to like grow my followers and everything will sort of snowball. It's just not that way. It's more of like constantly learning and adapting, learning and adapting because you could post a video, You say you do it for 90 days. You post a video that finally does, it goes viral, right? It gets a few thousand views few ten, tens of thousands of views and you're you're all jacked up. And then the next video you post gets like 50 views. And you're like, what's happening? This doesn't make sense. This isn't how social media has worked before. And maybe you think something's breaking or you're getting shadow banned or whatever. It, that's not really the case. It's just, it's it's based on that one piece of content, that one piece of creative. So you are going to see some growth over time, right? Like you're going to see some more followers, maybe a little more views each time, but it's not always going to be that way. I think the other thing to keep in mind here too, is we have to understand who our audience is, right? If you're an industrial manufacturer making content for a very niche industry, right? Like I just created an audience in metadata for a company. um, We're moving them to Facebook and my Facebook match on there was 18,000 people, right? It's very niche. 
they make they work make products for foundries and like auto part manufacturers and aviation part manufacturers. There's not that many of those job titles out there, and so I would never expect them to create a TikTok account and then get a million followers, right? If they got like five thousand followers, or you know, if they get five thousand likes or views on a video, that to me would be a good result because there's probably not that many of that particular job title in that industry on TikTok at any given time. So I think like you don't have to be the largest TikTok account to make a splash in industrial B2B. Understand who your audience is. And it's the same thing on LinkedIn and Facebook too, right? Like we are putting a message to a very specific person. So don't let all the big trends catch you or think you're failing because you don't have tens of thousands of followers or likes or video or views. You don't probably don't need that many to make an indent on your business. Yeah. And I would say you are an industrial marketer. We have all been there. You are time strapped. You're resource strapped. Like be ruthless with how you are measuring TikTok as a channel for your business. So if you are not seeing positive signals in 90 days, cut it. Like it's okay to say this just didn't work for my company. If you're not getting, you know, ideal fit buyers commenting and engaging with your videos, there you go. So I would give you 90 days to see if this is resonating well with your target market. That's your first step. Then within another 90 days, so that's six months, you should be seeing high intent leads coming to you or to your sales team saying, love your TikTok content. It's a large reason why I worked out. Love what you guys are putting out. You have to be ruthless with these channels because, because you're so time and resource strapped. So I want to pull Monica up here. Um, Monica had a really great question. Yes. Hi, everyone. Um, I spoke with a client yesterday who um, is in B2B. Uh, they are not in manufacturing, but anyways, that was a valid question. Um, I suggested they consider TikTok as one of their new channels to engage with clients. And the first thing they told me, well, TikTok is anyways going to be banned. So why should I put time and inv like, why should I invest time and energy into that? And I just wanted to uh, get your um, guys and ladies thoughts on that. I mean, there, I mean, there's always the opportunity, right? Like it's in, like there's bills and discussions on the Hill right now talking about banning it. So I, I mean, yes, it could happen. It's not banned right now. And there's a lot of people on there right now that are watching TikTok videos. So it's still a live channel for the time being. And if it goes away, it goes away. And then you just find a new channel. That's what happens. And it's, yeah. And it's not the, these bills are not being banned, like on a public level, these are on government phones. So if you are a legislator and you're using a work phone that's paid for by the state of Texas and Texas passes a bill to ban it, you can't have tech, you can't have TikTok on your Texas sponsored phone. But if you have your personal phone, you can still have TikTok. So look into where it's specifically being banned because right now the only bans I'm seeing are on government sponsored phones. Yeah, the thing okay. to keep in mind Thank here you. too is like with the security side, right? I think there's a lot of people that are worried about uh the Chinese government like getting your data. The problem is everyone already has your data. Google knows who you are. Meta knows who you are. LinkedIn knows who you are. All your data is already out there. My social security number has been leaked to so many people uh, I, in the military. So many people have my social security number. Um, so my data is not safe. People know who Brendan is. People know who all of you are. Um, so the, like, if the Chinese government now knows that Brendan likes military history and you know, like industrial B2B manufacturing, okay, so does everybody else. Everybody else knows that. So on the personal level, your data is already out there. Uh, sorry, I, I, if you're maybe if you like live in like the mountains of Idaho, you're good. And you don't have any internet. But if you have the internet, people know who you are. Um, I would just say like maybe don't put if 
don't put any confidential information on there. Don't put any classified information on TikTok. Um, and then, you know, don't access TikTok with a, a platform that is connected into your internal server. Um, just if you're concerned about that. So just keep it on your personal device. Don't connect to anything else and you're going to be okay. Kevin, do you have anything else to add to that or feel like? Uh, yeah, I agreed. I mean, we've seen this with every other platform. Like they all go through um, these things. Should they be banned or not? Like, it's just, um, I see it as a good thing, right? Like we shouldn't let something just totally fly like with with no restrictions whatsoever. So um, I'm not super concerned about it being banned nationwide. Um, if it happens, it happens. But um, yeah, just roll with it for now. We'll have fun while it's here. Yeah. So uh, we had another great question come in from Katie. Um, and Katie, you're welcome to to unmute too if you want to ask your question. Sure. Um, you know, is it possible to do Tic Tac if you don't want to be the face of your company? You know, just throwing that out there. Yeah, so it's totally possible. Um, I mean, you, you can make any kind of content without showing your exact face, right? Like there's there's ways you can make TikTok content and just do like a voiceover. Um, you, it doesn't have to be so like face video heavy. Um, I will say though, it, it videos perform much better when you show a human face, like it, studies show that humans stop scrolling in their feed when they see another human, it's definitely something to, to be aware of, but I mean, there's, I forget the, um, channel name. I think it's like the Excel lady. There's this, this woman that makes content about how to use Microsoft Excel and like spreadsheets really well. She has never shown her face and she has like millions of followers. So it's definitely f possible to do it. Um, but, you know, it's good to consider the benefit of having a human as well. Um, well, I want to get to uh, another part of uh, this uh, TikTok conversation today. And we have kind of a little fun double Kevin action that we're going to, we want to show you what TikTok looks like. I feel like that's um, like a big barrier to entry is just like feeling overwhelmed. It's a new platform. How do I use it? How do I do these things? And Kevin's found a lot of, um, you know, uh, success using just the, like I said, the streamlined video editor and um, finding ways to utilize this like green, green screen tool. So, you know, Using TikTok well comes back to creating content consistently. So how do you create that content? Um, and we want to kind of uh, demystify that for you a little bit. So, um, you know, I think when it comes to creating content, there's some, you know, cardinal rules we still want to follow, right? Um, you're still thinking about what's the goal of your content. Um, Mary, Brendan, any other things that you want to keep in mind before you even get into the platform itself? Figure out what your POV is, right? It's the same thing when we're talking about creating content anywhere else. Like, what is your POV? What are you trying to say? And who's your audience? And then once you have those, go out and make stuff. Just start, right? Yeah. And then figure it out. All right, cool. Well, then let's let's just start. So Kevin, do you want to kind of show us how to get started in the platforms? Absolutely. So one second, I guys, I have this, I'm, I'm joining from my phone. So I'm going to be screen sharing from my phone and just opening TikTok. So give me a second to get this set up. While Kevin's getting that set up, uh, Luke, you said you had a comment that you wanted to make. So feel free to jump in here. 
Yeah, I just wanted to add, you know, I posted in the Slack a couple weeks ago how I asked all my uh, kind of technical employees for videos. And, and all of a sudden I got this flood of video. Well, all the files are like Snapchat and TikTok. And I didn't even realize all these guys that work for me were posting stuff on TikTok and Snapchat. So my my point is you guys people probably have employees or coworkers that are on there that you don't even know about you can if you do, if you don't want to be the face of the organization someone else might be able to kind of be strategically coached into posting more stuff awesome thanks luke all right kev all right so got the tiktok app open so to actually make a video, you click at this bottom plus button at the very bottom. And here is the sort of the actual like camera capture version of making content on TikTok. I think that the easiest way to start making content is with this green screen effect. Y'all may have seen it on TikTok or Instagram, Facebook, like it's all over the place. Even on LinkedIn, people are having this whole green screen thing. So obviously I don't have a green screen behind me, but I'm still able to put any image I want behind me and talk about it. So when making content on this platform, I think about it making like making content on any other platform, you're just using this medium you want to educate, right? You want to bring value to your audience. You got to make something that people actually want to watch. And we have all kinds of information to share as industrial manufacturers, even as marketers, right? So create content that is educational, that's providing value. So this green screen effect allows you to do that. So the Initial setup, you can make a 15 second, a 60 second, or three minute video. It's important to remember too, on other platforms, they have limits to the the video time. Like I think Instagram is like 60 seconds, Facebook is 60. So if you want to make something that you can share on here and all the other platforms, you want to go with 60, but you can go all the way up to three minutes. So to actually use that green screen effect, see in the bottom left here, that button that says effects. So click on that. Obviously, we have all kinds of stuff already going on, but this button here, this green button, that's just a photo in the green screen in the top right. Click on that. And then you have your green screen set up. So you can upload photos that you already have saved on your phone. So I have just some example photos here. I know this is sort of just a stock image of manufacturing, but here, here behind me, and you can like start moving yourself around on the screen just with your finger. So the way I do it usually is I make myself, I bring, bring myself down here to the bottom right corner because the actual text of the, your caption and everything is going to be here on the left. And there's going to be some stuff here on the right too. So you, it's, you're kind of thinking almost of like, your safety line, putting yourself right here gives you a spot where they can see your face, but you can also show the full image behind you. So let's just start out. This is an example. I'm going to hit record and you can start talking. Again, you want to think about your hook. Be like, did you know yada, 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 and, and start sharing your message. Then you can hit stop when you're done with that. And if you want to add another image to the next part of your video, you just go pick one of these other images. 
and then you can hit record, start talking about that. So this is literally the exact way that I make all of my videos. And sometimes there's like 25 different images. Sometimes there's only three or four. You can make it up like whatever you need to use to get your message across. Do it that way. And then once you're done and you're ready to start posting that video, you can click this bottom right check mark. You can also add like text into the video. In this top right, you have this text button. Like if you want to say, I'll just say like slide one or like whatever. And then you can place that anywhere you want on the screen. You can also set the duration. So if you only want that piece of the text to show up during that first part, boom. And then it'll disappear after that duration and you can start adding more text. So you may have seen people with videos where they're like pointing to different parts of their screen and it's like step one, step two, that's how they do it. Um, in this, on the right side, there's also the scissors button. You can click on that and it gives you almost like a sort of an elementary level, like timeline editor. So if you want to cut that first clip down or that second clip, you can also add sounds like add music. If you want, if you do add music to your video and it's one of these more educational things, definitely recommend that you bring the, the sound level down. Oh, I see one, a lot. Of one, one point on the editing piece, uh, especially yeah. for us millennials in here, make sure you edit out the millennial pause at the beginning uh, because people don't like to listen to us not say anything for two seconds. <laughs> Good point. That's part of the the hook, right? Like you, yeah. <laughs> you don't want your hook to be a millennial pause. All right. That's Good awesome, point. Kevin. I, and I, I, Will brought up a really great point. And Will, I, I'd love to hear more about this too. Um, I know, Kevin, you're kind of in the middle of sharing, but Will's talked about using this editor to to build videos, then using them in other platforms. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because like the waterfall effect, right? It's so great. You're duplicating uh, or, you know, making your uh, content just go further. I'd love to hear what you've done there. Yeah. And so, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Will. No, no, no. You're okay. I mean, Kevin showed you can import so many different pieces and parts and sounds and audio. I mean, like, when you edit a video in Premiere or in DaVinci, you've got to then you've got to go to twelve different sites to find royalty free this and royalty free that, and like there's TikTok's done all of that work for you, and so it's just I'm blown away by how quickly I can edit videos I'm making for LinkedIn. I mean, LinkedIn's my main platform, but I do a lot of video editing in TikTok. I mark them private. And I don't even share them on TikTok. I probably should just drop them there, but they're not content for TikTok. I, I didn't think, but now I'm like, I should just post them. But I do a lot of editing in TikTok, download it, and then share it somewhere else because it is, I've paid $20, $30 for iPhone apps for editing. And TikTok's honestly the best video editing tool I've ever used. Great so, point. Great point. Like now that every other platform is introducing vertical video, right? You have Instagram reels, Facebook reels, YouTube shorts. I mean, LinkedIn doesn't have like a shorts, but they definitely are pushing vertical video a lot recently I've seen. So being able to take your, you can easily take your TikTok video and just save it and then post it everywhere else. And it's in the perfect format. Um, so yeah, it's, 
it's the best video, like free video editor I've ever seen within an app. Kevin, what do you think about putting captions on videos? And then how do you write your descriptions? Yeah, so captions, I mean, that's TikTok actually auto generates some captions themselves um, for like hearing impaired or vision impaired people. Um, but there's also um, like tools that you can use to auto generate captions as well. I don't really use any of them, um, but there's like some free tools. I wish I knew the names of them, but you can just Google like free caption generator and it'll do it for you. It'll like have the text just pop up in the video. Um, and sorry, what was the other part of the question? And then how do you write your descriptions? Oh yeah, description. So, oh, that's a great point. So TikTok is now um, actually being indexed on Google. So you can think of writing your descriptions and captions as SEO friendly. Um, TikTok also has like some SEO within the actual app, like their search is pretty powerful. So if, I don't know, what's an example of a video you could make? What's anybody in here? Like if you were going to make a video on TikTok, just drop it in the, in the chat. Like what's an educational type piece of content? I did one on like five ways to optimize your B2B ad, Google ads. Yeah. So you could, that could literally just be your description, right? <laughs> like yeah. Five ways to optimize B2B ads on LinkedIn. And um, also uh, hashtags are really important on here as well. So you can just do like hashtag industrial marketing, hashtag B2B marketing, um, hashtag like do do some a little bit of research on your industry so what hashtags are happening i think you'd be surprised right like if you if you go in, if you go into tiktok and open it up and just search your industry start searching some hashtags i think you're going to see a lot more content there um than you would think and you can start generating some ideas as well it is cool when you're like writing a description putting hashtags in it'll show you like if you put like, like, so I do like military history videos too, right? So I put like hashtag history and it'll be like, well, there's 3.2 billion people that have searched for this hashtag. And like, so you just kind of like play around with that to find all the white words that are relevant to your video that have a boatload of, of views. So can you talk just a little bit more? I know Monica asked another question in the chat just about like searching, um, like how do you find these different content channels? Like, cause obviously it's, we, we talked a little bit about consumption metrics. so. But what if you don't want to just wait till all of a sudden you stumble across something? I, I think that's how I've experienced TikTok is I've gotten in there and I found a video I really like, and then I never find it ever again. So can you just talk a little bit more about, you know, how do you actually follow or utilize hashtags? Um, how do you search for um, content that you want to, you know, you already know you want to consume? Yeah. So like hashtag research, um, a cool thing when you're actually posting, when you go to post a video, um, if you start typing in a hashtag, it'll show you how many views that hashtag has actually generated. Like I think um, earlier today when I was doing this setup, I did like hashtag um, manufacturing and it had like 3 billion views attached to that hashtag. So anytime somebody's used that hashtag, it's generated that many, I'm like that's mind blowing. Right. And same with like B2B marketing or <laughs> industrial manufacturing. 
it's just like there's so much consumption. So I would say open up TikTok. It has a search just like any other platform like Instagram or anything and start typing things in. That's another tip too. You don't have to, from day one, you don't have to download TikTok and start making content. I think it's one thing to also go in there and just start consuming, consume for a few days, get an idea of what's actually happening. Um, Cause we all have an idea, but until you actually see it, um, that, that really makes it real. So just go into the search and start typing those things out and see what happens. I don't, I'm, it's pretty simple. It's pretty much easy as that. Mary, you have anything to add? Yeah, I would agree. You have to just go back to being like a student, right? So how did you learn concepts when you were in college or high school or whatever is you just consumed a lot and you have to go in with like a learning mindset. So don't just consume to consume, like take note of, like Kevin said, which hashtags are getting the most views, what kinds of companies are posting using those hashtags? What kinds of content are those companies posting? Which of those types of contents are most successful? So you really need to go into the consumption part of TikTok if you're just learning how to um, use it, what kinds of companies use it with that student mindset. All yeah, right. Will made a good point in the chat too. Uh, if you make it very corporate looking, you have like your colors and your logos and like you have like, you know, the uh, the brand guidelines uh, up while you're making your TikTok, that video is probably not going to do very well. Um, people like authentic videos of real people saying real things. Um, and yeah, so just make it authentic and make it you. Agreed. Even if you edit it and script it, it has to look like you just turned on your phone and started working, talking. Yeah. It has to look that way. Mm-hmm. If I mean, if you've done and editing's okay, or like Kevin showed the pictures, like that's fine, but it still looked like he just turned on his phone and started talking. And and I think that's that's what when I look at the content I engage with, it's it's that kind of stuff. Or because we're talking about manufacturing, it's people, it's somebody making something or something being made. Those those get really good engagement to something being done. So uh, for those of us lucky enough to have videos of stuff being made, that's that's a big win. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, a big part of it, right? You've got to actually have access to the videos or be able to take videos yourself. Um, Kelly Obi has dropped so much great knowledge in the chat today. And Kelly, if I can put you on the spot <laughs> and you're comfortable to unmute, I'd love to have you just talk a little bit about your experience and like how long your company has been on TikTok, like what the, I guess like the, the curve has been for y'all, um, what you've seen, um, not sure what your environment is right now, if you can unmute, but that'd be awesome. I think folks would really like to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. I, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. My, if you can hear my dog in the background, um, yeah, so we started on TikTok, I think in like June or July-ish, and just started posting like once a week, I think. And a lot of the videos that we started posting were just content that we had already made on previous things. And then we just either just posted it just already how it was, or we repurposed it and resized it and added captions for it. And it was just a lot of trial and error, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I think I, and definitely I've seen with the corporate branding videos, those don't do as well. 
but honestly, it was just a lot of trial and error. And then we repurpose our YouTube videos. And we just started recently using this thing called CapCut, which is kind of more of a casual, funny thing. So we try to make it, we learn that it's nice to have a good uh, mix between casual and more serious videos. And I think we've also repurposed some of our blog content into those TikToks. And I think um, we've already gotten a lot of, our engagement only just started to really take off, but we've already gotten one customer from it. So, Oh, nice. Kelly, how long have you been doing it? Uh, since like June or July. Okay. So everyone listen like that. What is that? Like six, seven months, maybe longer. It takes some time to get some traction on, on this stuff. So, uh, just Kelly, you, you guys have been very consistent. Um, and I think that is a lot of the part of your success there. Yeah. And I think, uh, it's a lot of it. People did notice that it's the videos that you don't put a lot of effort into that seem to do better. For some reason, I mean, we have had edited videos that do really well, but the videos that just definitely seem more casual are the ones that do best. That's awesome. It's attainable, folks. We can use TikTok and B2B. Case closed. It is possible. <laughs> That's awesome, Kelly. Um, yeah, congrats on, uh, you know, just pushing through the, maybe the, anxiety of starting in a new um, platform and a new tool and adding a new channel to your program. I think that's really awesome. Thanks. Awesome. Well, everyone, uh, we're rounding out here. Uh, if you've got some additional questions, drop them in the chat. Uh, if we don't get to them today, I mean, I'm happy to take one or one more or so. Um, but, uh, we would love to continue the conversation in Slack. We have an IML community. So this group meets every two weeks on the first Thursday and the third Thursday of every month. Uh, our next session is going to be March 16th, and it's another topic. Um, we're going back to trade shows um, with a little bit of a different angle. We're bringing in MJ Peters, now MJ Smith. Um, the VP of CoLab. And uh, we're going to hear how she's thinking about trade shows um, going forward into this year and uh, how she's kind of pivoted her strategy away from exhibiting um, a little bit. So kind of cool. And we're looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, if you want to talk about that, um, TikTok, Google ads, whatever, join us in Slack, post in the chat here and we can get you added. Ryan, sorry, we missed you, but I got you added now. So we'll see you in slack and um yeah i just uh, really appreciate everyone joining the conversation today and we will see you next time thanks everyone bye, bye.